So we are rolling. Thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and this is Abroad Madness. So today's a little bit special. We have a bonus episode coming out. Today's guest, she's actually scheduled to be on like kind of later, but since we're gonna be talking about something that she's really, really passionate about, I was like, yeah, let's you know do a bonus episode for it. So can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Anna, and yeah, also I studied abroad in Japan. That's why I met Tom. Yeah. And yeah, so we met in in Niigata.、Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, when we last met, we thought that we were gonna meet again soon-ish. Exactly. Because I was like planning to come back to Japan, and yeah, basically now we're gonna talk about why people can't come to Japan right now. <laughs> yeah, like you know, coming to Japan. Like before, I came to Japan in 2015, so I never, I kind of never left for Japan. Yeah. Especially during COVID situation right now, it's really hard. I have like siblings or like just relatives that are going abroad right now, which is super hard. There's so much restrictions. So like、yeah. Anna is, I guess, one of the person who is being restricted from coming into Japan. So maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that. I guess. Yeah, where do you want to start from? Basically, I like studying abroad in Niigata so much, and I was just there for one semester, and I felt like like I didn't ha- get enough of Japan yet. <laughs> so I thought about like returning to Japan with a long term visa, and I planned everything. And basically, ten days before my flight, I had to cancel everything because of COVID. Wait, did, when you cancel your flight, did it got refund? No, I I didn't cancel the flight. The flight was cancelled. Also, Japan shut its borders. I have received the money back, but it took a long time. Okay. <laughs> My flight was supposed to be in end of March, two thousand and twenty. I think I received the money back like in September or October. Wow, that is long. Yeah. Very very long. Yeah, I got at some point where I didn't even think I would get the money back, <laughs> but luckily I did. <laughs> I think because so many flights had to be cancelled, there was just such a delay.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit happens, I guess. So I mean, last year when COVID was still new, it was kind of unexpected. Yes. Yeah, all the countries were shut off,、mm-hmm. and I think also in Japan, it wasn't only just people that wanted to go to Japan, like long term or tourists, but also like residents were shut、yeah. out of Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't leave the country, so I was not safe, but I was just like in this little bubble. But、mm. I think I heard like even residents, not even just like you know like people like me who have long term visa in Japan, but just like Japanese citizens can't really come back because you know they're being stopped. And also, people on student visas, on working visas, they also can't come back. Like a lot of I guess chaotic situation happening at that time. Yeah. Because I mean, it's pretty bad. I mean, if you cannot like start a new life, but I think it's even worse.、Um, like if you have a room or apartment in a country and a job and everything,、yes. and then you can't like go back there, and you're basically stuck somewhere where you currently don't really belong. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's pretty tough. But yeah, I think they resolved that somewhere. Around September last year, and then shortly after, they allowed new entry visas back. And I was really slowly, happy because slowly, slowly, they were not. I'm not being critical about it because I stay in Japan and I obviously enjoy a lot of the perks of Japan. But what I、mm. do see that Japan is not really used to change. Yeah, I mean, change is quite slow in yes, Japan. Yes, exactly. I mean, there's a there's a、yeah. phrase in Japan where actually Japanese people have actually told me. 
that like you're not supposed to be different if you're different you're kind of viewed as like a nail like a popped out nail oh yeah i've heard that yeah, you so, have to hammer down the yeah. nails like no nails sticking out or something. yes exactly so i forgot what know, it was in japanese i also don't know but <laughs> yeah. I, I i knew i remember it and this change kind of felt like the nail and but then you know usually it's very easy to just target one thing and just like nail it in but then with like covid it was such a new thing they don't have anything to base it off on not only japan like everyone else makes sense like yeah. they took their time eventually i received the new visa which was also a big hassle i mean obviously there's going to be a lot more paperwork involved you have to figure out yeah where you can do like pcr tests you have to do one, like 72 hours before you fly oh yeah then one on arrival yes then you have to go into quarantine you need to find a hotel book a hotel like people are not going to go to japan for fun basically right. <laughs> these are like a lot of stuff to go through and i mean tourists can't come and they never could come the whole time right what i'm trying to say is like people that would go through these procedures they mm-hmm. actually really really need to or want to come to japan so i mean there's a lot of strict measures yeah. right because a lot of them are like you know, when I came, first came to Japan, it felt like I stopped my time in Malaysia just so I could come to Japan. But then, like, at the very least, I can actually start my time in Japan. But then, whereas for a lot of people in, like, the world right now who wants to come to Japan, not only Japan, like, to everywhere else in the world, you know, they wanted to study, they already made plans to stop their time in their country. Yeah. To then suddenly not be able to start. I think it's not an easy decision to move abroad. And then actually to go through with it, it's very difficult. But now it's like extra difficult. And I'm not saying yes. that it shouldn't be. Yes, exactly. It just should be possible. But after they opened last year and then the virus mutations mm. <laughs> were discovered and they immediately right. shut again. So right, sure. Like there wasn't enough time. So even if people received a new visa, most of them couldn't actually enter the country before it just suddenly mm-hmm. shut again. Yeah was like i think within a few days they were like oh we discovered a virus okay you have five days or something to enter and now that's it <laughs> i basically had a new visa i couldn't use it <laughs> and that's like already a year ago <laughs> but yeah it's, a lot of people the problem is the government is not communicating what their plans are or what they would need to reopen the procedures of actually doing the tests and the quarantine to enter it's kind of a problem because where are you going to stay? Because maybe next month they open and then you can't really re- restart something new in your country. Like you need to cancel your apartment. That's why I, like, one of the big reasons why I couldn't enter last year was because I was still renting a place. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's like a three month cancellation. Oh, okay. So I would have been free by February. I booked a flight for February, but they shot on the 3rd of January or something. That's why you've been kind of moving around just... Yeah, kind yeah. Of, because like Anna right now has been moving around, not just Ger- Germany. So Anna is from Germany. Not just Germany, but then yeah. around like, I guess, Italy, France. Did you go to France? No, I just went to Italy. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> I mean, from our perspective, it kind of felt like you just went on a holiday. But I guess for you, it didn't feel like a holiday, right? Yeah, I mean, it basically was, but because there's no communication, how long right. it's going to last. So February, I had to move out of my apartment. And back then it was like, basically, it sounded like they were communicating like, okay, once we figured out what this mutation is about, <laughs> um, then we're going to restart it. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah, once the state of emergency ends, then we're going to restart it. And then, oh, well, we're just going to suspend it indefinitely. And you're just like, what well, the fuck do you want to do? When is it all? 
yeah are you gonna make any plan and then yeah basically i started renting out just rooms by the month started to go to a different city because where i was living before like people are moving on with life basically yeah, and yeah. i can't <laughs> because i can't enter a country so people are getting jobs and moving to other cities so I thought I'd do the same. I went to Berlin. I didn't get a job, but mm. <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> because maybe next month I'm going to Japan and then if you have to cancel like an apartment and a job and whatever, it's going to be difficult. You want to go as soon as you can. I guess like to kind of just conclude it, it felt more of like everyone experiences where it was like we are in lockdown and then the government told you that, oh yeah, in Four weeks, we're gonna stop the lockdown and everyone can go back to yeah. their normal life. But that got extended and it got extended and it got extended again. So everyone just felt frustrated. But then for yeah, you exactly. guys, it's on the different level because for the normal people, they just get frustrated. But then their normal lives are just like, I guess, restrained in their house. And then they do sometimes get to go out to buy stuff, you know, groceries, depending on places, obviously. But then for you yeah. guys, it's like you guys were already expecting to go to a different country to, you know, move out from this place. But then that's stopping you and then you can't do anything. I basically, I already had a, a suitcase packed. I already bought omiyage to give to my <laughs> new boss. <laughs> so, okay, my flight is canceled. Oh, the border shut. And then, because it was chocolate, eventually I just ate the <laughs> Like a really sad, sad moment. Yeah, I mean, it would have expired by now sure. anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had suitcases packed. I took a lot of stuff, um, which I wanted to keep and not take with me to Japan, like books and stuff, to my parents and put it there into storage, basically. But it's kind of weird now I have my life packed up in the suitcases. For like over a year right. <laughs> and I don't know where to go with it it's so, like yeah like basically life's in limbo and you don't know when it's going to start or stop it's hard to meet new people or find something to do because basically you're telling them all the time like oh I'm going to leave soon I'm going to move halfway across the world <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when <laughs> true, true. I mean in the beginning it was kind of everybody still in the same situation right. or like oh I'm I'm under lockdown you're under lockdown but now the vaccine has been around for a while now and basically most people around me have gone back to life to normal right and I'm still stuck <laughs> You're also not the only person who is like experiencing this right now, right? Because I got a lot of information from like, you know, you, like just like constantly mm. updating me, like, because, you know, you're my friend. So I always just like, oh, like, when are you going to come in? When are you going to come in? When can we like, hang out? When can we like, you know, go play or something? Yeah. Shit? I mean, last yeah. year we were already talking right. and like, oh, yeah, we'll see you soon. And then, oh, not anymore. And then, oh, maybe see you soon again. I don't know. <laughs> And now again, we're talking the same thing. <laughs> like maybe I'm going to be there next month. <laughs> and also you updated me about that. Definitely a lot of people who want to come to Japan, like to every country also, obviously, but there's also a lot of people who want to come to Japan and also a lot of people who are basically facing the same exact thing as you are. So you guys yeah. made news, right? In Japanese news, I think. I mean, you mentioned it. I, I send you like articles like <laughs> which is really good because re recently there's we've made it to the news like in the newspaper in Japan and also TV so 
it's a good feeling that that is kind of something happening now finally mm-hmm. but basically we found a good community on twitter with a lot of people that had stranded out of japan like students uh, workers yeah even families are separated like or if you have a long distance relationship with somebody that's in japan that's a big problem because right. you can't see them and you probably haven't seen them for two years now maybe yeah probably so, two yeah. years or three years depending yeah or longer yeah i mean how, how are you supposed to have a relationship or like family members yeah it's pretty tough to like read everybody's story mm-hmm. but under the hashtag like education is not tourism uh-huh. and many other hashtags which have been made since then mm. and then yeah kind of a community formed there's a, a company called gogo nihon and their ceo davide has organized many things for us to get publicity which is really good and also he makes videos on youtube to update us which like are really informative because sometimes it's quite isolating because you don't really see the other people that are also waiting even though there are thousands of people yeah but yeah i think yeah. it's like good to just hear that some people are in the same situation like mentally <laughs> you know they're there and you can read their stories i'm very happy that all these people are waiting for us in japan and want us to come and are helping us because otherwise i don't think without that we would have gained any attention <laughs> right right you're the same like if you wouldn't know me you probably wouldn't know about it yeah, even though you're I, in japan yeah because it's like it's not talked about on the news normally like about the borders or the problems of uh the reason why we're recording this and also why we're putting out this bonus episode so we record this on october 31st which is when the election started yeah. i'm not going to go into election i have no idea and also because i can't yeah. vote because i'm no i'm not japanese i can't vote and i don't yeah. have any ideas about anything apparently like anna told me it's like something is going to change so I just felt like it was kind of interesting to just, you know, get a little bit of like an insight about the whole situation. Like, because this is definitely a, a part about living abroad, like studying abroad and also working abroad. Like the, I guess, not the most beautiful part about the whole experience. So yeah, it's definitely nice to have, uh, I guess, some insights about the whole situation right now. Yeah, I think that's a good place to end. Thank you, Anna, for sharing what you know her life what her situation is right now you know just being on this and i promise episode, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i promise the other episode with me which which we already recorded is much more fun <laughs> <laughs> much less information yeah less information less less serious and more mm. fun fun experiences just talking what do we about talk shit about? We talked about yeah, we, were... <laughs> we talked about a career trip like you know a lot of things we yeah. what we did yeah so yeah look forward to that and yeah. as always thank you for listening to Abroad Madness this is a bonus episode see you soon bye bye bye